Hey folks, welcome into the Irish Sitters Podcast as we look back on week 7 of the NFL season and start looking ahead as we're getting almost at the halfway point of the regular season for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Michael McBeard, Jimmy English, Dave McKee as the Steelers. Starting off with you, Jimmy, move to 4-2 and two in the season. 24-17 win in SoFi Stadium or in Arkansas Stadium, you could argue, last night. And, you know, it was great to see we're recording this on the Monday night, Jimmy, and we'll go into sort of depth in the game in a minute, but always good to get a win, no matter how it comes. Here, moving to four and two, I think after week one, a lot of us would have bit your arm off for that, so I'll take it and move on. How are you doing? You good? Yeah, absolutely, Mick. Um, I went to bed or to sleep um, at a slightly later time of 10 past 12 last night, a bit beyond my bedtime, but I had to stay up to see the Steelers win, and I'm glad that I did. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was a long, long bye week. I don't know about you boys, but I missed Steelers weekend last weekend and it was great to get the boys back. Great to get the victory. And what a what a turnout in SoFi Stadium in L.A. I mean, I'm, I'm fairly sure one stage they, they mentioned that the Steelers fan out, actually outnumbered the Rams fan. So that was great to see. So, uh, do you know what? For a change, I actually don't think I have anything negative to say. So take take that and run, if you will. I think we should like print a t-shirt now for the crack Um, stick with us watch party under four weeks away now Dave good to see you as well and I guess before we talk about the game just echoing what Jimmy said there it was it was akin to the time that you see the Niners play the Rams and SoFi and they call it Levi South it was Pittsburgh West yesterday because it was just it was full of black and yellow it was full of Steelers fans it was pretty cool to see. Like even whenever I think the Rams missed a field goal or were, were going for a, a like a point attempt, and all you could see was Steelers fans with the titles. It was insane, man. I know. I feel bad for Brett Maher. Anytime he was kicking, it was just flinging left, and I think it was just the terrible tiles just flinging that way. You know, it was actually it, it's it's one of those is not even that crazy anymore because we just come to accustomed to it. I mean, every away game is a home game, and I was actually I was going to start by saying you know every every road game win on the, in the NFL, it's, it's hard to come by, but we don't really have a, a road game anymore, you know, it's just the, the Steelers nation is just everywhere, and it's it's unbelievable to see, and it's, it's a, obviously a great thing to be a part of, so proud to be a Steelers fan this morning, you know, I could barely sleep last mm. night just from the victory, and it was it was just one of those things where, you know, what Jimmy was saying about 10 past 12, I was up till about 10 past 3, just reading all the reviews and stuff and following, you know, the box score and everything, it was just great, so hopefully we'll, we'll roll on another win and um, you know, we've got three home games in a row, which is which is great. So, you know, um, hopefully we can get three out of three or three out of three on that one. So let's see what happens. A big game this weekend in the battle of the global markets for the island of Ireland. We will come back to that in a minute. Um, Jimmy, obviously positive to get a win. Uh, yeah. I guess first off, I guess we could say it because it's factually correct. You know, generally first three quarters of action weren't great for the Steelers. They had just six first downs. They were one for seven in third downs and only 110, I think, yards of total offense through the first three quarters. Um, how do you think the team turned that around going into the fourth? Well, I think similarly to the to the Ravens game, it took a spark or a moment of magic on in a different phase of the game. And that came through. Who else but TJ Watt? The, the the just give that man defensive defensive player of the year right now. He 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 is absolutely incredible we, we saw him drop back into coverage and pick off matt stafford and almost return it for the touchdown and i think that kind of jolted the offense to life a little bit and kind of gave everyone a, a bit of a kick up the backside which is great and it's exactly what they needed 
Um, thank God for Chris Boswell as well for, for getting us our first points of the game and keeping us in there. And then the defense was fine. I said the offense was finally able to do something. And I think a large part of that was having Deontay Johnson back. He gave Kenny Pickett another another target. It took some of the attention off George Pickens, um, but it gave a different dimension to to our offense. Um, you know, the, we we saw the the effect of the impact Deontay Johnson had. He looked a hundred percent. He was great, and um, that allowed us to open up the running game a little bit as well. Still not great in the run game. I think we had a total of 85 rush yards, but the important thing was getting scores on the ground, something that we haven't really seen today from the Steelers. Great to see Najee Harris as well. getting. I think that might be his first touchdown of the year. Maybe I could be mistaken on that, but I think I see you nodding, Dave. I think I'm correct in saying that. So, look, I think overall there was a lot more positivity in offense. Still not perfect, but definitely progress. And, you know, you'll take that progress at this stage of the season. Uh, and great to see Matt Canada getting a, getting a bit a bit excited in the booth as well when the Steelers scored. So, uh, overall, no, I'm, I'm happy out with that. Dave, just to jump on what Jimmy said, it's it's funny to see, like, Jimmy talked about the start there, just the start of the podcast, about how there was that gap between the buy and we were waiting and waiting and waiting for this team to get back into action. It felt like a lifetime. But then you see the Monday reaction across the board in the US, especially on Monday and, and Jimmy and sorry, Dave, Rich Eisen talking about calling the fourth quarter Kenny Pickett time. Uh, I've got the quote from Terry Bradshaw here in Fox and um, saying that Kenny Pickett does not throw for a lot of touchdowns, but in time that he will, he is the perfect quarterback for this team. He's a very selfless human being, great in the clutch, great under pressure. Um, how, how impressed have you been with just how he's been able to manage pressure, manage situations in games where, yes, maybe some players could take it negatively. He's turned it around and won, won games on getting the ball down the field and doing what he has to do. Yeah, you know, his, his pocket poise is, is fantastic. I think, you know, his, I was actually watching an interview with, with uh, Terry Bradshaw and he was mentioning about how selfless he is and he goes through his progressions very, very, you know, he, he doesn't he doesn't feel necessarily to take risk, but his his pocket poise is just fantastic just for a, a player in his second year. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's it's been proven now. He, he plays his best football when it comes to the crunch time. It's the fourth quarter and he, he seems to always come up with the play. You know, just even as Jimmy was saying, it's good to have Deontay back because, you know, maybe over the past couple of weeks we were maybe relying on Calvin Austin for a few plays. But with George Pickens, you know, um, stepping up as usual, with that Deontay Johnson, you know, second second string uh, wide receiver now, it, he was able to sort of open up routes for himself. So just to sort of back up everything Terry Bradshaw says, I mean, we're not going to listen to anybody else apart from, from um, TB, if you like, the real TB. Uh, but, you know, he, his pocket poisonous is... is something to behold at such a young age and you know he's, he's coming into his own perfect and it's the first time after like a long time where i've watched the Steelers game and i've thought offensively we're actually on to something here you know there's been glimmers here and there throughout the season but i think for now it's really something we can be excited about and it's just proven i think we maybe worked on it throughout the day so you know it's all positive uh talk from here on in hopefully you know we can go and back it up again next week against the jags Hopefully yes, now we, we we won't have to rely so much on our defense to get us going and we can get our offense going from the very start. And it was great as well to see Jalen Warren and Najee complement each other. And I think they've really kind of embraced that, you know, what we discussed before of possibly being running back one and running back one one A. I mean, I've, I've said it before a million times and I'll, I'll die on this hill. Jalen Warren is an NFL quality running back. He is a starting running back. 
uh, and we saw that on display last night. I mean, there was he's just I mean, I, I could go on and on, but he he had one key block where he absolutely blew up a defensive lineman. And the fella's 5'8 and 190 pounds, like he's tiny, <laughs> relatively speaking for an NFL running back. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, just fantastic stuff in general across the board. And hopefully it can continue now when we bring it into the game next week against the Jags. And Jimmy, it was a crucial day in the sense of we all seen how the Ravens played and how well they played to win yeah. that game. The Browns had a serious game, 39-38 in Indianapolis, but the Steelers continued to put the pressure on. And the Bengals are sitting at home going, oh dear, this is some division, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, at the start of the season, after what happened, we, we won't talk about that. We, we, we've forgotten about what happened in week one. I mean, we were sitting here going, what kind of chance do we have in the AFC North? And now we're second in the AFC North. Um, but I, I think that the tougher matchups are ahead. Obviously, we're going to have the Bengals twice. And we're going to have that rematch with the Ravens, which I think are going to be absolutely... I think, as far as I'm concerned, every game from here on out is a must-win game. And if we won't have any chance of of, get, of finishing first or second and possibly getting into the playoffs, we're going to have to we're going to have to run the table. And you know that's that's just that's just the way it is in this in this competitive landscape in, in the division. Dave, I've been very complimentary to start the season off with poking the coup for the Rams. I think. He's really added something to this, to, to, just to this Rams team when, when a lot of people doubted them. And he came out and said after the game on Sunday that he felt that the defense for the Steelers didn't really restrict the Rams to practically anything. Now, he might be able to say that because he had 100 and, I think 154 yards receiving on the day, which fair play to him. That was an excellent turnaround for him. But I would argue, bar that, I mean, the Steelers' defense, obviously we talked there about TJ Watt's play, but the Steelers' defense limited the Rams to 17 points at home where they've been a hard team to face so far this season at home. I I don't think the defense done that bad. Obviously, there's always going to be things to improve. I was surprised at his comments, to be honest with you. Yeah, it was a bit surprising considering, um, you know, Joey Porter Jr. Uh, once Joey Porter Jr. We got matched up with him. He had three targets and he didn't catch a single ball. I mean, I don't really know what he's talking about there. Of course, he had a fantastic game. You know, he, that catch on the sideline, I think, was one of the best catches I've seen all year. But um, And, of course, he's a great talent. Um, but, you know, if you look at it, you know, with Cooper Cups on the other side, and we were able to restrict him pretty well. You know, as Jimmy said about TJ Watt coming up with a big play, you know, TJ had a pretty quiet game, didn't record any sacks, but he came up with a big interception, which, which really turned the tide. So... As well as that, you know, we we, we prevented them from um, scoring on three straight drives in the fourth quarter. So not only is the offense starting to pick up in the fourth quarter, but the defense is proving clutch as well. So, you know, he can have his opinion and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, the only thing that matters is we got the win and, you know, we're on and moving moving on up next. And, uh, you know, fair play to them, they're, they're a pretty good offense. But at the same time, you know, we, we've got a great defense and we're going to score up well with anybody. So, yeah, it's, it is what it is. But, um yeah, we're, we're, we're onwards and upwards. We don't have to worry about that. Just to round this up, Jimmy, I feel like I have to say it. I mean it in the best way positive. Sometimes it's nice to get the rubber to green, especially at the end there of the game. Uh, I was laughing last night when I seen it. But look, some teams always get that bit, like a little rubber to green. I felt like it was it was definitely our time to get it seven yeah. weeks into the season. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's you, you never... You know, you never like to win where it might be judged of being a decision going your way, but that's just the nature of the game. You're going to get some decisions that go with you, some that go against you. And in this instance, okay, hard luck to the Rams, but 
the, the, the Steelers had the luck in this game and we'll, we'll take it. <laughs> you know, there was, the, you know, there was, there was a couple of things that did go away in a couple of Brett Maher uh, missed kicks um, that also, you know, overall contributed to, to a Steelers victory. So look, we'll take it and we'll run and we'll, we'll look forward to, to, the, to the next week against the Jags. Take it and run, my man. Take it and run. Before we look at the Jags briefly this week, let's listen to some of the feedback from both coaches and players after the win in SoFi Stadium on Sunday. We'll hear from Coach Tomlin first, and then we'll hear from TJ Watt and Kenny Pickett on the Irish Series podcast. Man, first let me say, man, it was just great to see some Steeler alumni, man, and have their support, man. Troy, uh, James Ferrier, um, Joe Hayden, um, just warms my heart to see those guys, man. Um, thankful for their support and attendance. Uh, in regards to the game, man, um, you know, it's a fight. It always is a fight. Um, sometimes it's, you know, man versus himself. Sometimes it's man versus opponent. Um, I thought we shot ourselves in the foot some on possession down play on both sides of the ball. Um, you got to be more successful on on possession downs if you want more fluidity in the engineering of victory. And there wasn't enough fluidity probably through the first two and a half quarters really on either side. Um, I think on defense we lost two third and 11s in the first half. And whether or not it produces points, there's a field position component and a time of possession component of it. Um, and, and, and so that's why it was uneven and uncomfortable at times from our perspective. Um, but I appreciate the fight uh, the, the guys display, they, they got a don't, don't blink mentality. Uh, obviously, we got to clean up some things from a management of our emotions, but I would much rather say woe than sick them. Uh, we got some guys that are competitors. Uh, they just got to compete in the appropriate and mature and professional way. Uh, we use it as a learning experience. It's good to learn while sitting at four and two as opposed to three and three. Um, Cole Holcomb had an ankle injury, but he was able to return. We got some other bumps and bruises. Uh, associated with play, um, but I just love the fight in this group. Um, they don't blink, man. They cut their eyelids off, man. They 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 go at it, and and it is uh, like I told them. It's not a compliment. It's required. I'm just acknowledging it. Um, we better be prepared to fight every time we step into a stadium, man, because that's what the National Football League is about. So I'll pause and open up for questions. What changed for Kenny in the second half? I don't know that anything changed. I just think that, you know, they were possessing the ball and we weren't. I think, as I outlined, we didn't win enough early third downs. They were winning too many, and even like third and long, third and 11, I think they converted two of them in the first half. Um, I thought that one that they converted, I think it was third and four, they hit somebody on a shallow cross that produced a two-minute touchdown drive. We had a chance to get off the field right there. Um, when you're not getting off the field, you can talk about uneven performances of individuals and units and so forth. Any of those questions can be directed toward our inability to operate on possession downs on both sides of the ball through the first probably two and a half quarters. Yeah, I mean, it's a four-quarter game. Um, we understand as a defense we need to bow up in big-time moments and uh, just try to change the tide of the game. And uh, stopping the run is, again, an issue today. Uh, but anytime you can get some sort of spark uh, to get us going uh, and be able to have us start continuing to play good football late in games, uh, I feel like we're gonna, we just need to continue to progress and grow off of it. 
talk about complimentary football a lot. It's that second half kind of way it's supposed to work. You get, you get the turnover, and that kind of sparks the offense. Yeah, I mean, we don't care where the spark comes from. We just want to get that spark so it allows us to get going. Uh, we don't want to be that team that starts games slow, starts second half slow. It's important to come out strong and hopefully shut down some things early so that you don't see them again later in the game. I think it was it was both, you know, they were in man. I feel like, you know, it was a really good route for him. He's a great route runner, gets separation. Um, just want to give him the chance to, to convert on third down. It was great to have him back. Um, I think you saw the, the effects it have, you know, having him and George out there on both sides and kind of moving guys inside and out. Um, you know, they're, they're two tough guys that cover. What kind of a group did you feel like you guys went in that fourth quarter, those two drives? Playing the, the type of football we want to play. You know, that's what we've been working towards. And um, I think the run game balanced the pass game really well. It was it was kind of, you know, everything that we've been working towards, you started to see it in that fourth quarter there. It was good to, good to see. Kenny, we've seen this all year where you've struggled a little bit for three quarters and then are outstanding in the fourth. Can you explain that? Is there um, yeah, just playing, playing football, man. I mean, it's not going to be smooth all the time. Um, they got a pretty good defense. They were getting after us a little bit, um, you know, in the past game. Um, you know, getting some hits, and I was trying to get the ball as fast as I could. But um, you know, I think it just over time, you know, wearing down in the run game, help the pass game out. Uh, we got to keep having that balance. What do you think of your offensive line's job? They, they did a great job. Great job. You know, we had a goal of not letting him wreck the game. Um, you know, trying to do everything we can of, of, of sliding guys and, and doubling him, getting four hands on him as, as many times as possible, if not, you know, all the time. So um, that was that was a goal of ours. I think those guys did an unbelievable job. Is that the same way with the first three guys you face, Crosby? We have some experience in it. We've played some pretty good pass rushers, man. Um, it, it doesn't get easier. We go against, the, I think, the best every day in practice. So um, it's, it's good to have 90 on our side to help us give those looks of, of, of what we should do and how we should plan um, when you're going against guys that, you know, can wreck the game and can change the game as a pass rusher. You mentioned TJ, how about the play he made to start the second half? Sparked us. The game. Yeah, he just does what he does. And he always says, like, it takes one play to, to, to spark it. And, um, you know, majority of the time it's him making the plays. And, um, you know, hell of a leader, hell of a player. Got us going. Glad we got in the end zone there. Um, and then finished out in the fourth quarter, staying on the field, which I was proud of. That was something that we didn't do earlier in the season. Um, but it's being a four-minute drill, finish on the on the field and let our defense, you know, kind of sit and relax on the sideline. That's what that's what we wanted. So that was good. Okay, Coach Tomlin and TJ Watt, Kenny Pickett on the Irish Heaters podcast after a huge win, the Texas Steelers four and two on the season in the AFC North, well within contention for the division, and we're absolutely buzzing and jimmy i'll start with you man i am buzzing about this week not only is it the game coming up that we'll briefly look at and we'll and we'll hopefully be back at some point this week to go into a bit more detail on it but it's the matchup of the two teams that have irish marketing rights trying to get obviously hoping the steelers come out on top in this game steelers against the jags a big potential marker to get a fifth win of the season going into the late the the later autumn months and just of the season but jimmy first off you know this is a jags team that look really good now i know it was on and off on on first night football last week against the saints but like a number of us including steelers fans seen the jags in person in london they've really improved year on year trevor lawrence looks great let's be clear here they're going to come into this game on sunday with a lot of expectation they're going to feel like they can go to pittsburgh and get a result they were in london for two weeks they'll have a lot of confidence and it's going to be up to our defense to just shut down trevor lawrence shut down not only a run game but a very efficient passing game also 
Yeah, um, I think it's going to be a challenge, Michael. Um, if not more of a challenge, then certainly the same level of challenge as we face against the Rams. We do have home field advantage, which I think is going to be very important for us. Uh, and it's like you said, I mean, there's no real easy weeks in the NFL anymore with, with the talent that you're coming up against. So, yeah, we just, just contain Trevor Lawrence, contain the talented and the talent that they have. To be honest, I haven't really been keeping that much of a close eye on the Jags this year. Um, but I feel like, it, like I said earlier, every game is going to be a must-win game here on in. And like Dave mentioned earlier on, we, we now have a, a run of three home games in a row, which I think we have to fully capitalize on. Um, every game is a must-win game. I mean, we're on a two-game winning streak now since that disaster down in Houston, so I think it's just a case of carrying that momentum, letting the defense do what they've been doing best, which is shutting down corner, sh shutting down you know receivers, uh, stuffing the box, and making splash plays. Dave, you mentioned that TJ didn't have a sack. I, I don't think ne neither of our edge rushers had a sack against the Rams, which now they were constantly harassing Stafford, and they certainly had an impact in the game. They mightn't have got home, but you can still see the impact that TJ has when he, even when he's not getting to the quarterback, he's causing havoc. So I think all, all those things are going to be vital against the Jaguars. Um, it, it's an earlier game, which I'm glad about it. I think it's five o'clock over here due to the, the best time change. week of the year, Jimmy. <laughs> the, the changeover week is, is always great. So, yeah, I mean, I think those are a couple of key things, Michael. Just Steelers need to keep doing what they've been doing and just build on all the momentum that we have that we have generated over the over the past two weeks yeah uh just going on what jimmy said there dave we're a little closer this week to pittsburgh and the east coast of the u.s once these clocks change for us this weekend only four hours away i wish they'd done it for two or three weeks because fans over here you know regardless of the Steelers play really benefit from those early times sunday night football on early this week as well so it's it's definitely nice for the fans and dave just going on what jimmy said you know three home games the next game away from home will be that Browns game that will all be in Croke Park in Dublin at the watch party at. And, you know, look, it's the, the Jags. I, I sort of echo what Jimmy says. I, I think, Dave, it is going to be a difficult game in the sense of you look at some of the offensive weapons that they have, like Calvin Ridley in person is just it's phenomenal, honestly. And the way that they took it up against the Bills, I know the Bills have had their struggle since coming from London, but... I, I really feel like this is going to be one of the hardest challenges that we face so far this season. But I do remain optimistic that I think that this win in SoFi will really help spur the team on. All we need to know is just that consistency from this team and just getting the performance on Sunday month. Yeah, no, absolutely, without a doubt, Mick. Um, they're a great team. Obviously, you don't really need to talk about Trevor Lawrence much. He's, in my opinion, he's top five, arguably top. He's easily top ten, but arguably top five quarterback in this league. Calvin Ridley's a great receiver. Zay Jones as well. You've got Evan Ingram at tight end. They've got so many great um, great pieces on the offensive side of the ball, and their defense has, has traditionally always been pretty decent. So um, just to, you know, obviously come back in as well, we've we've got an extra hour on them this week. You know, we've got the Titans next week as well in prime time, so we'll hopefully get them stay up for that there. Um, but as well as that, you know, we're not going to look past Jacksonville. They're, they're a great team, and... Hopefully we can just roll on from from last week all the positivity and all the you know the positive players we had in, on offense. We can just roll into next week and um, hopefully come off of a win. So let's let's hope so and uh, you know I've every trust in the boys can do it. I think one thing as well that we've that we've done relatively well since week one where Joey or Nick Bowes had a field day is contain the top tier edge rushers that the teams we've faced have. I mean, look at Aaron Donald 
last night. I mean, his name was barely called. Now, he certainly had an impact in stuffing the middle and disrupting the run game. But I don't think he got home at all. I think it was Hecht got home a couple of times. So if we can do the same thing with uh, with Josh Allen and the Jaguars, I mean, and that's something that we've been doing for the, for the majority of the season thus far, I think that's going to be another kind of key thing to watch out for is how well we did it against the Raiders or Max Crosby. Max Crosby had a very quiet day. So that's something that I think has kind of slipped under the radar a little bit this season so far is how well this new look offensive line has performed. I mean, the majority of of the season so far, they have kept Kenny relatively upright. Okay, the, the run game hasn't been fantastic, but I think that's showing flashes, especially after last night with a couple of decent runs that we have, that we did have. Um, so yeah, just something that I might be watching out for next week is is how well how well our offensive line handles handles Josh Allen, the other Josh Allen, not the quarterback, the defensive end. <laughs> Here, all good, Josh Allen, Josh Allen. I I, I keep getting mixed up myself, man. Uh, look, really enjoyed talking talking to you boys. I feel like we're really on a journey this season to see how this team can go, and very very positive to hear different things. And um, I have got a number of different questions from people for the podcast and also i know that we're going to ask people to use the hashtag Steelers Ireland. we will use those questions um on the later podcast this week and we, we, we want to thank everybody for listening we'll be back later on in the week maybe with some game picks and some crack as well for now here we go thank you so much folks you can follow us uh, at Steelers Ireland on x on instagram on tiktok uh, chat to you soon folks here we go